0: Welcome everyone, it is 8.45 on the 8th of October and MPO episode 8 is about to begin. Now just before I introduce my colleagues, Tim's Torment, MMA everyone, has anyone seen um, that lovely stylistic style bender Israel Adesanya fight? Yes, highly skilled. But we are talking mixed martial arts. Martial arts, hence respect. Hence, um, not doing anything to um, put a taint on the sport. Well, Israel is an absolute disgrace. I'm sorry. He may be one of the greatest superstars we've got at the moment, but the guy is an absolute disrespectful piece of crap. That's all I can say on that. I'm sorry I had to say that. And while we're talking about pieces of crap, Frank Lampard, seriously, mate. If it takes Mourinho to point out that you only stand up and yell and scream when you're in front, you've got a problem, buddy, because that's come from one of the biggest sooks in world football. You are an absolute muppet. And if you do not succeed this year, you will be out the door, my friend. Absolutely out the door of Ollie at Manchester United. Finally, if you're playing a game of AFL football, finals in particular... The game is still on, you know, even terms. You don't show an opponent the ball. It's always going to backfire, Liam Ryan. What were you thinking, mate? Seriously. What were you thinking? Are you the self-proclaimed goat of AFL? I don't know. You got me lost. You, you should hold your head in shame, buddy. Because guess what? A bitch on the bum, didn't it? Anyway, that's enough for me. I'll um, introduce Aaron. How are you doing, mate? I'm
1: um, I'm good, Tim. I'm glad you got a few things off your chest.
0: Uh, well, that's what I will utilise the introduction for uh, moving forward. And well, our Mount Rushmore. I'm going to take up the whole time allotted, Jeremy. How are you doing, mate?
2: Oh yeah, good, mate. I, I, I couldn't help but notice you taking up most of the pod with your red, too, mate. So, hey guys, Aaron Stones. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know how it goes. Anyway, um, I believe in our little discussion on the rundown, we had agreed that you will um, let Woody loose on the first topic. So go
2: ahead. Yeah, um, yeah Timmy, Timmy and I are not being huge on the ice hockey, and Woody's a bit into it. So you want to, you want to take us through the Stanley Cup? I do know that Tampa won, and uh, the great uh, stalwart hockey town of Tampa won the Stanley <laughs> Cup. God, God bless them, um, in six games versus Dallas. What more can you tell us, Woody?
1: Um, I can tell you that this has been a long time coming for Tampa. They've probably been the best side for about the last four years and just sort of turned to water as the playoffs come around. But um, they've uh, got, got to where they wanted to be this time. So they beat Dallas 4-2. Um, that's their second Stanley Cup. So they won another one back in 2004, um, but thoroughly deserved. Um, I'll just quickly go through the the scores of the game. So game one, Dallas won 4-1. Then um, Tampa won the next three. They won 3-2, 5-2. Two, two, and then in game four, they won 5-4 in overtime. Dallas got another one back in game five. And then Tampa won it in a... Shut out in game six. In game six, um, um, would you say that
2: would you say that Tampa was heavily favoured going into the Stanley Cup, or was it, was it kind of fifty-fifty, or what was the feel? Um,
1: yeah. yeah, Tampa definitely were. I think Dallas probably, if we're being honest, probably got there probably a couple of years ahead of where they would have expected. They've been building a young young side for the last couple of years, um, and we knew they were going to get better. But um, yeah, they. Well, probably... how do we? Uh,
2: how do we figure that? Do we figure maybe the hub had something to do with it, or do you think they've just hit their straps?
1: I just think they've hit their straps. They've been they've been building a, a good side for a while, and they're really well run organisation at the moment. Um, they've recruited an, um, a few um, experienced guys mixed with their young talent, so they were. They were going to go close in the next couple of years anyway. Um, But this is just a sign of things to come for them.
2: And who was good for Tampa? Braden Point scored 14 goals for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, so he scored 14 goals throughout the whole playoffs. Um, He also had 19 assists. So he finished with 33 points um, in the postseason. Victor Hedman, though, he won the um, Smythe Trophy, um, which is... Their equivalent of the finals MVP, I suppose, and um, Nikita Kucherov. Um, he finished as the top scorer for the playoffs, but he only had seven goals and threw in twenty-seven assists to go with it. Um, and he's one of the best defensemen in the game, so um, no surprises for me that Tampa got over the line. Yeah, and uh,
2: how do they like, how do they um, uh, vote for the finals MVP? I suppose. Um, did he have the biggest stats or was it just the
1: eye test? It's, it's a mix of all of it. Um, I'm not yeah. sure exactly on the criteria or if they've got a panel or whatever, but yeah, um, the eye test definitely plays a big part, which is actually a good thing rather than just looking at stat sheets. No, no, I'm
2: all
1: for that actually. Yeah, Yeah, so am I. So um, yeah, Tampa, Tampa take home the Stanley Cup. Um, and yeah, hopefully for them, they, they probably get it. Um, another one next year, which they might, saying, or in the next couple of years, they probably deserve a couple. Um, yeah, you, say, you said it dominance. was a
2: long time coming.
1: With yeah. So they they've, they've been the best side the last few yeah. years, and just um, they've had a very they,
2: they've had a very competitive side for a while, and
1: yeah, they have. So last year they were, or well, yeah, last season they were clearly the best side, but got bundled out in the first round of the playoffs, and they finally put it together. So um, well deserved for them.
2: Is that is that we? I think we've got a, a lot of time on the Stanley Cup. We can move on to the NBA, I suppose, boys. Well, yes, uh, it's always Timmy's, good to, it's Timmy's always team.
0: Good. <laughs> yes, it's always good to talk Lakers and the King
2: and the heir Apparent. Uh, look, um, yeah, they're one win away from the from the championship, mm. and I don't think I don't think anybody could argue they've been the best team in the playoffs. So we're hoping we're hoping we were hoping we'd get an all LA all LA matchup in the conference finals, but Clippers didn't exactly play their part, Matt, did they? So good, um, good on, good on LeBron and the Lakers. They're just, I think, just the star pair of him and AD alone is probably enough to get him over the line in most series. Um, but in in the finals, you kind of do need your other dudes to step up and. Do some things occasionally. So, and the and the Lakers have done that. Um, for for example, the last the last game in in Game Four, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope stepped up big and hit a lot of shots. Kyle Kuzma was two for two. Um, Mar- Markeith Morris hit a few, and even Rondo was his usual player for Rondo's <laughs> self. So, so um, hey, hey, what well, we're on, Jess? While we're on, Rondo? Um, yes.
0: The brains trust here, one of them actually said that Rondo was washed up, um, would give nothing, um, basically was a waste of time
2: giving court time. Well, he wouldn't be He wouldn't be wrong. And I don't think, I don't think, um, <clears throat> I think a lot, a lot of people would have been of the same opinion. Having seen Rondo in the last couple of years, he hasn't, he hasn't been great. But for some reason, when the playoffs start, uh, he just turns into a completely different player. And that's why they call him player for Rondo.
0: Well, I think someone's choking on their words, but anyway, well, <laughs>
1: as, as Jeremy said, I, I did make that claim, but the last two years he gave nothing for us to suggest otherwise.
2: Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think it was a fanciful claim.
1: Well, but to his credit, to his credit, he stood up and he's been a big part of, of this playoff run for him. Um
2: so, it's, been th- it's been their third best player. They are all wondering who the LA's third best player was going to be. I think it's clearly been Ronda.
1: Yep, yeah, but all the others have chipped in as well. You mentioned a yeah. few guys before, Jez, but even um, <coughs> Danny Green's chipped in, and he's he's put up he's a few shots when it's mattered as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Dwight Howard done um, the job.
2: He's, Dwight, he's done
1: some good things. Yep. he's he done some good. good things as well. So we we thought the Clippers <laughs> um, had a couple of stars, and then built a lot of contributors around them. But it turns out that the Lakers did it better.
2: No, they did. I, Dwight was Dwight was terrible in Game Four. They couldn't play him in the end. They ended up. Playing. <coughs> Ended up playing morris i think dwight only played the first quarter and that was it uh, he, yeah, he, but he, he's he, played he had his had part shocker. when he's
1: needed to in other
2: yeah, games he has, though he has yeah and, no and no and he's done and the some western really good things.
0: but in the western conference finals he made um jokic um his yeah. bitch quite a few times well, yeah well they got they got jokic um. in
2: they got jokic in foul trouble a lot <laughs> so he had to he had to come on on and off the bench a lot which didn't help his game at all, and uh, Dwight Howard was a big part of that. He was a big part of defending him, uh, getting him fouls, getting him fouls on the other end. So, I know oh must... off to that's off to Dwight. That's, that's He was. Everyone has a stinker, and he had a stinker. Well, here's Not one. Not just for...
1: Dwight. though. I think we probably need to uh, mention the role that Vogel's played in this. Like, there's yeah. question marks raised when he was appointed as the coach, but <laughs> um, it was fair enough. Yeah, um, Dwight Howard gets the credit for the way that he played against Jokic, but. That's obviously the direction from the coach. So I think Vogel's played, played this perfectly, the whole playoff and bubbles.
0: Yeah, Woody, you stole what I was going to ask you because you, you made a point when we were talking about coaches um, a while back, I think it was Mount Rushmore last episode. And <clears throat> you actually was talking about, I think one of the guys you picked had never played at the highest level. I think it might have been the ice hockey coach. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Right? Surely... If Vogels gets a title or two here, he's got to be, because he's never played NBA, has he?
2: No, he hasn't. But he won't get that credit because we all know whose team it is. That's just that's just the facts. That's just the optics.
0: Well, but on um, that then, on that then, we might as well take six of Phil Jackson's titles. Well, actually, no. Let's take um,
2: ten of them because yeah, I I don't agree with <coughs> it. I, I think he's that's actually bon- He's finally the, got the, Le- Le- LeBron playing some defense. That's right. The coaching plays a
1: big part too. Like obviously the players and someone as big as LeBron, a bigger name as LeBron is going to get the credit. But um, for the for a of the people that understand the sport and don't don't just casually watch for the big names, um, I think they really understand the role that the coaches play, and that's a big reason why the Heat have got so far too with Eric Spoelstra. Like they wouldn't have got this far with another coach. No way. No, no. He's a, he's a
2: fantastic coach. And he was, him at, we, like in 20, 2011, 2011, 2012, LeBron was kind of hinting to Riley to sort of uh, shove Spo aside and come down the bench himself. But uh, Riley stood firm and just, hit, hit, Riley, okay. Spolster has just proved what a good coach he is. Even when LeBron left, I, mean, if, if, I reckon if Chris Bosch hadn't, have got, hadn't have got, had heart problems, I think in that year after LeBron left for Cleveland, they would have gone very close to making the finals. At um, least the Eastern Conference finals anyway. So no, I really rate Spoelstra as a coach. He, what he does, he gets the heat playing hard and they all they all buy in. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler has a lot to do with that as well. You could say in his last couple of teams he was the one whinging and complaining or something, but uh, it was the opposite. It was where he was. There were, there were other players that didn't really want to pull their weight or win as much as what Jimmy did. And he just called them out. Um, for example, Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota and Simmons and Embiid in Philadelphia. And we all know what we think of them.
1: Well, Yeah, that's right. And that's what I was going to say. Um, with Jimmy Butler at his previous teams, he's been, you know, he was labelled a bit of a bad boy and couldn't get along with anyone and a bit disruptive. But I think um, what he's shown this year is he was just looking. He he probably holds his teammates to a higher standard than most, and he won't stand
2: for anything less. And uh, the Heat won't stand for anything less. So it was just a perfect. It was just a perfect signing for, and because you know, you know what Pat Riley's like as well. <coughs> Uh, so he's yep. a perfect he's a perfect pat Riley guy um and he d- he won't accept he won't accept anyone not trying their absolute one hundred one hundred and ten percent best
0: i think jez um, um, I was going to say i think the best way to sum up the Lakers right is to steal a line from the greatest club coach of all time Sir alex <laughs> Ferguson right goals win games defense wins championships And, yeah, I, think, and Lakers, I think that's a fair assumption of uh, putting it all together, I think it's a fair assessment of um, why the Lakers are going so well.
2: It's why Anthony Davis was so good in game four, and it wasn't because of his offense.
0: No, like and it was, his was probably his best game in the bubble, even though he didn't get his... the, the big scores. It was his defense.
2: So it <laughs> ended up being a six point game. Um, Davis's defense ended up being the difference, I think. And that probably that that went a long way to getting the Lakers over the line.
0: But uh, also too, he has a lot of support from guys like Caruso in defence. Yeah,
2: and, yeah a great defender.
0: And yep. and um yeah, Rondo, a good defender. Rondo, yep. and they're probably their best perimeter
2: defender. Didn't even go to the bubble. Uh, yeah, Avery Bradley. That's right. Yep, that's right. And that, yeah. Have we got got time for more NBA
0: or can we move on to the NFL? Oh, I was enjoying the Lakers discussion.
2: Well, I'll just just
1: add one more thing. So as (laughs) as Tim mentioned, they're missing um, Avery Bradley and a lot of their defensive structures was based around his defensive efforts and his defensive work. Um, And again, Vogel's found a way to um, work around that. They've taken a big piece of the puzzle out Mm. and Vogel still found a way to make it all work.
2: Yeah, you know he's he's done well at just uh putting it making the most of the talent that he's got there um but, uh, how would this team how would this team the Lakers championship team assuming they win on saturday which is highly likely um how would this Lakers team stack up against one of the like a championship team from a previous era you've still I don't got, think you've they still, do no, um, you've still got two you still got two pretty legendary blokes they're the data. All right, so you got your fifty-five points from those two. Yep. That's as a baseline. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you have to work around the work around the rest of the players. So you're getting at least fifty-five from them
1: Yeah, but all I mean, is that they don't stack up against some of the other teams? You look at, you know, we'll go back all the way to the '96 Bulls era, and then um, the the Lakers of the early two thousands, and then the Spurs sides, and more recently the Warriors sides. Um, and that just speaks volumes for the work that LeBron's done to get a team that no one really rates this far.
2: Absolute freak at age thirty-five, and he doesn't look like he's slowing down either. But so just, just, before that,
0: just before we move on to just before we move on to NFL, just one last word on that comparison you were talking about. The thing is, yes, those teams might have been greater, right? However, what's been thrown at these guys in the bubble? You can't really measure it against other championships, I don't think, because it's a totally different world.
2: Are you talking are you talking asterisks or,
0: or footnotes? I'm not talking asterisks. I'm just saying it's a different challenge to what teams of the past have had. I'm yes. not saying we yes. should discount it. I'm just saying I don't think we can measure it against normal seasons. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah. I think oh, no, we incredible. can't, but that's, just, that's, gonna, incredible that's win. just
1: gonna give more that's <laughs> just gonna give more feel to the LeBron haters out there, really though, isn't it? But yeah. I'm not actually.
0: I'm not actually saying it's a. It's a weak. It's not as great an effort. I'm just saying you can't measure it because you have got different obstacles, different challenges.
1: Oh, in terms yeah, of that, it's probably the toughest yeah.
0: championship you could have. That's what I'm. That's what I'm implying. I don't think it's fair. Absolutely. to Compare them. I don't think it's fair.
2: Absolutely. No, I don't. I don't think an asterisk is fair at all. Yeah. I, I think. It, I think it's a really good championship to win.
0: Well, anybody, just, and Anybody. Anybody would have wanted to win it. Yeah, well, just on that, I think now seeing the clock is ticking over to close to 15 minutes and we allowed 16 minutes for this. <laughs> What's going on in the NFL, guys?
2: Uh, can we just start with the NFL list? Woody? Look,
1: we, we had a, a few things to discuss.
2: Your You're the, your we'll the Eagles.
1: Yeah, let's just talk about the NFC East. Like it is, yeah. It has been the worst division for a long time. And it's as bad now as it's ever been. We're we're four games in, and Philly lead up with one win and a draw. Like that is, it is a horrible, horrible division. It's it's an indictment.
2: It's an indictment that one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. Can we?
1: Can we And it could only be on. It could only be on seven wins. Like so, we're going to have a team march through to the playoffs, be seeded, and only have seven regular season wins. So
2: so Philly could be seven, eight, and
1: one. Yeah. Well, I don't see Dallas winning. Dallas should be 0-4. If the Falcons yeah. special teams knew the rules, Dallas would be 0-4. The Giants will probably probably go 0-16 at this rate. They're a mess. Washington, they've just announced today that Haskins isn't going to be their starting QB anymore. So four games in, they've given up on him. Um, the whole division's a mess. And Philly and Dallas are the top two teams, and they suck as well.
2: Uh, are we? Are you in on Green Bay? Do you think they? Do you think they're as good or could challenge KC? I'm almost in on them. I'm. I'm yeah. not quite there yet. They, did a, great, they did, did a great job the other day with two of their star receivers receivers missing. Albeit it was against the 4 string <coughs> Falcons defense when, when their first string defense is. If, if
1: they can get through to be eight and two after ten weeks,
2: I'll be all in on them. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm just holding fire on Green Bay. Uh, they kind of did it last year. They stumbled their way to thirteen and three, and then they were exposed in the championship game.
1: Yeah, they finished thirteen three. They're probably only a ten and six team,
2: really. Yeah, yeah. They're, well, they're in the the Bears, the Lions. The Lions are going to line. the Bears. I, um, the Bears are the biggest bullshit team out there. <laughs> I think
1: think they are, if we're very honest. They're
2: full of shit, team. 3-1. So they're 3-1. Just on
1: the Bears, though,
2: I reckon um, they
1: jump the gun by um, benching Trubisky. I think before too long, they'll put um, Foles back on the bench and Realised that Trubisky's probably not as bad as they thought See, he was.
2: Everyone, everyone gets seduced when Big Dick Nick comes out and uh, and plays a blonder. Everyone, but there's a, a reason to... he's
1: been a career backup. He can play your four or five games a year, but he's going to put up some stinkers as well. That's why yeah. at Miami, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's probably going to lose his starting gig very soon to Tua. Uh, yeah, so I coming... reckon we're, we're, only, we're probably not even a month away from Tua time in Miami, I don't think.
2: Uh, Lamar Jackson overrated. um no, I don't I think,
1: think he so. Is. You think he is? Yeah, I put that question on our rundown, but I I, I just think he is. He, as As far as a, a quarterback goes, and um, you need to be able to throw the ball a bit better than he does. He runs yeah. a lot and he's a bit flashy, but he doesn't do the basics as well as he probably needs to. We are uh, into
2: the 19th minute. Let's <laughs> wrap that up. <clears throat> wrap that up. Just, uh, just, just quickly, Josh Allen and the Bills are really good. So, Yeah, don't mm, count yeah. out Josh Allen for MVP. Yep.
0: No worries. All right, moving on. And that is what we're going to do. We're into the world game. And in this segment, we're going to have a bit of a look at the EPL results La Liga, Bundesliga, and Serie A. Um, Serie A will be just a bit of a brief look at the table. So, what's going on in the EPL? Oh,
2: could, could can I just say but, this?
0: Just no, no, no. Go, just, I've got I'll, something to say. Yeah. Right? I have to stare at this friggin' cock sitting on, a, like, I mean, cock as a male bird, sitting on a a bloody soccer ball after the result on the weekend. No one told me now, about
2: now, that. Now. Now, now, that's what I was alluding to. Now, now um, I woke up, I woke up Sunday morning, uh, just to, just to check, just to check the results on my phone. Cause obviously I went to bed at a reasonable hour. Cause I'm, I'm old and decrepit. And got kids. Um, yeah. got kids. with we, yeah, <coughs> we don't sleep. Um, well, I got up and checked the phone and, and I saw the United result. Uh, 6-1 to Tottenham at, at Old Trafford. And, I was about to laugh my ass off until I'd scrolled down two more games and saw that Liverpool had just conceded seven to Aston Villa. So it, uh, it shut me <clears> up <throat> quick, smart. Let me and, tell and you And let's it.
0: be really honest, you also had a bit of a think and thought, well, if I have a laugh too loud on our little group, that we may not be able to do the podcast because I'll crack the
2: shits with you for six months. <laughs> but I was in no position to laugh, however. So Thanks for I, us. Uh, at, least, at least you didn't get seven put past you.
0: No, and we did actually lead for a little while, for like 30 seconds. By Aston,
2: by Aston Villa. But, uh, for, Villa feature, for, for two Villa, minutes. Villa do feature oh, the that mark.
1: Yeah. So just just on that, so on our, on our Twitter page, um, we posed the question, who's in more trouble after the results with um, Liverpool and Man United? And um, one of our regular contributors at Pies, Josh, he said um, he thinks United are probably in more trouble because their defence are a shambles at the moment. And Liverpool will get Allison back, and that'll make him stronger at the back, <laughs> which is probably a fair point. But one thing that um, he probably failed to bring up was the fact that even though um, Allison will be back for Liverpool, um, they're still giving up a lot of chances to a team like Villa. So
2: yeah, that, they play like and,
1: that. And that he, he was actually put goals past them as well. He,
0: he was actually a hundred percent incorrect about um, Manchester United's defence too. You've actually got to have a defence to be a poor defence. got none. No,
1: that's right. There is yeah, none. So <clears throat>
0: there is absolutely no credibility in what he said. I'm sorry because we don't no, have it. Harry
1: Maguire as well. He's Harry Maguire is not <clears throat> worth the 80 million pounds they paid for him, and you could probably argue he's not
2: worth eight at the yeah. moment either. Yeah. yeah bear oh. in mind. Bear in mind. Just to the table for a second. Bear in. Bear in mind. That we're very early in the season, and we've seen this. Ta- we've we've seen this tape before, haven't we? We've seen this story before.
1: Like we're we're all smart enough to know <laughs> we don't get carried away four games. No,
2: in. no, no. So we got uh, one Everton, two Aston Villa, three Leicester, four Arsenal. The only team on there that I reckon might stay is Leicester, or stay thereabouts.
1: Um, if we, yeah, that, they'll still be probably up around the top four discussion, um, four, five, six towards the end of the year. But I'm not ready to write Everton off yet either, because. You've got um, Calvert-Lewin. He's just putting in goals for fun. Um, and also, they signed James Rodriguez in the off-season, and he has started on
2: fire for Everton. That's a great signing for them.
1: That, that's a brilliant signing for them, and he hasn't let them down.
2: And uh, I, think we, I think we got the, the old firm derby this week. Everton uh, Liverpool go to Goodison Park. <laughs> And so, yeah, I don't and think so, you'd
1: be putting too much money on that either way. I think that could go either yeah, way. But I, I definitely, think, yeah. this is evidence best chance to um, make something of a season in a long time, I think. They've started off really
0: strong. Really, when you look at Liverpool, they're actually the Liverpool of recent times. You know, they do something <laughs> right, won the league last year. All of a sudden, they're in struggle town Because they've been up and down for years, haven't they? Is this... Just the culture of Liverpool these days.
2: Uh, overreaction. Oh well, we've well, they, uh, just discussed another th- ten rounds. Th- th- all right. Yeah, th- <clears> yeah, 30, <throat> odd, thirty odd, thirty odd, thirty games to go. I'm not, uh, not going to overreact. We are a dollar eighty five to beat Everton, by the way. Do <laughs> you yeah. right,
1: uh,
2: anyway. want to run
1: us through quickly the Bundesliga? Just yes, a little bit of what's going great. on over there.
2: The Bundesliga. Um, our Red Bull lipsig are on top. To and Bayern. Bayern munchen well they've had a loss, so they're not quite up the top yet. Yeah, <laughs> that, we're only done. three games
1: oh, into the season. They're only,
2: yeah. Bayern are only the best team in Europe by a mile. So yeah,
1: Dortmund are um, up near the top already as well. Um
2: yeah.
1: Lipsig will probably be thereabouts towards the end of the year as well. They they had a good season last year as well.
2: Yeah, So um yeah, just expect Bayern to be about six to twelve points ahead by Christmas.
1: Every chance, no one will be able to keep pace with them.
2: No, they've, they've just got they're they're just too good a team, and they've got too many, too much talent to just waste away in third or fourth.
1: Yeah, I think I think we mentioned one time on another episode that they've won eight Bundesliga titles in a row, and you yeah. wouldn't count against them making it nine. And then quickly, we'll duck over to Spain, have a look at the Liga. So Real Madrid they sit top from Real Betis, Real Sociedad and Villarreal. They've all played four or five games each. Barcelona sit back in fifth, but they've only played three. Um, are they in trouble, Barcelona? Sorry,
2: are they in trouble, Barcelona?
1: No, I don't think. If you look, they've they drew with Sevilla. Um, in one of their games, and then they've beaten Villarreal and Celta Vigo four and they're three nil each. So they're not the they're
2: not the invincible Barcelona that we that we're used to seeing.
1: Now nah, you'd normally have them as a lock to win, to win the title. Um, and that may not be the case this year. And who knows, they may not go that deep in the Champions League. I was going
0: to say my um thing about Barcelona is how good are things internally? Because let's face it, uh, Messi did crack the you know whats and wasn't um, that keen. Of the brazen bitch, isn't he? yeah. Correct. And I, and I suspect the only reason he's gone back is because the scenario of him still having a year left has pretty much left him with no option because no one can afford him. Well,
1: it's all not right, just did... that as well. So, Luis Suarez, he's, he's jumped ship as well, so he's no longer at Barca. Um, and in his Instagram post, um, um, well, his message to the Barca fans about leaving and all that sort of stuff... Um, Leo Messi pretty much had a comment on there in support of Suarez and had a crack at the Barcelona board. So, definitely trouble in paradise.
0: I think he's and, a, uh, he'll be at Manchester
2: City next he'll be, week. He probably will be. Yeah. You know, every chance. Uh, Timmy, Timmy uh, are we going to overreact to you, Venice being five points off the pace as well? I am, because I, I,
0: I've got mates that follow him and I'm just thinking, boys, <laughs> you better actually start pulling your finger out. I know you've got a game in hand, but slowly... Ronaldo's getting older, you know. Has he got the support? They've still
1: got Diabala though, so he will step up in a big way at some point. Yeah.
0: Oh look, they're not going to stay down there. We know they're going to be up there, but I just think it's a little bit of a laugh considering I cop it about my team in the EPL. So so yeah. enjoy it while you can. So to Jack and Joshua, they better get moving. Anyway, we'll get cracking. We're at that stage where it's time for us to have a quick break. Have a cuppa. Jeremy's on the beers already. Um, Woody's got to work tomorrow very early so he's behaving himself so he'll probably have a coffee to keep himself going for the second half so let's go off and have a break and we will come back and when we get back we'll be looking straight into some combat sports and we know there's been action-packed cards happening in the UFC so stay tuned and we'll be back with some combat sports. we're back after our break so let's hit it absolutely running with some combat sports and i look at our list of what we're chatting about and i'd better throw to woody because he's our ufc expert among other things um has no idea about basketball and players being out of play still but that doesn't matter what he what he does know is ufc and there's been quite a few recent cards since our last podcast so, what do you have to tell us, Woody? And I think, looking at our rundown, the most recent—if uh, we start most recent, and work our way back—what would you think of the Holly Holm fight?
1: Um, well, yeah, she she won by unanimous decision. It was one-way traffic um, mm-hmm. for pretty much the whole fight. Um, one judge scored at 50 to 44. Um, I just—it's probably all Dana needs to give her another title shot, to be honest. Um, she's been had so many title fights, and I don't know that she deserves all of them. Um, and she will probably be in mix for another one now.
0: Um, I watched. Yeah, it live. the competition's not great. I know, but I watched it live, and I know it was a unanimous decision. But a blind man would have got the right result. That's how unanimous it was. Like it was very. It's probably the most comprehensive fight, and that even includes her knocking out Rousey that I've seen yep. a fight in.
1: Um. Yeah, and the th- you know what you're going to get with Holly Home. um, mm. and she's well past her best, um, and she's pretty. I would suggest she's just a gatekeeper now, um, rather than a contender. Um, well, she beat Raquel Pennington in her last outing as well. <clears throat> um, so there's, there's there's not a lot. Um, of contenders Out there really She also beat Our um, girl Which is though, probably too. Sorry?
0: Some time ago She beat our girl too
1: Yeah she did um, That was back
0: um, was A couple of years back
1: now Two, but... two, two and a half years ago yeah, yeah but Megan Anderson She's gone on um, A bit of a run since then And she's a lot better fighter now Than she was back then
0: But there's your probably fight Before Anderson Should be get getting a shot Is probably fight home And try and Um Avenge that loss. Yep.
1: So, yeah, she she just had the win against Aldama. Aldama's 12 and 6. So, <clears> she's a 50 50 fighter and, um, yeah, she doesn't have any big, big name wins. Um, <clears throat> but that's probably more just a reflection of like, me saying there's no contenders, probably just how good Nunez is, really.
0: Um, well, um, look, I, I still think um, Nunez lost one of those fights against. Um, Valentina.
1: Ah, oh, look, we can argue decisions all day long, but, no, but what in I'm saying is, watching
0: the books. What I'm trying to say is, the best two female mixed martial arts, are, are Valentina and um, Nunes, and, yeah, I, I, and um, I think there's daylight after them.
1: Oh, I still think Joanna Yoja checks up there, but she's probably not quite on the same level.
0: She's she's probably half a block behind them. But you've got Wei Li Zhang
1: there as well. She's the other title holder um, in the women's divisions. So I just think if you look across all the women's divisions, the champions are just that much better than anyone else.
0: Yeah, I was going to say too, though, with um, comparing, say, even JJ against um, Valentina, Valentina beat her in kickboxing. She's beat her in MMA. Multiple
1: times, yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I, I don't think she's the same level as the other two.
1: Nah, but she's probably, she's the next rung down. And then there's daylight. I would suggest very much so, yeah. Yeah. On that same card day, we saw Carlos Condit um, Mm -hmm. for probably one of the last times. Um, Even though he had a win over Court McGee, that's his first win in about five years. He's three and eight in his last 11 fights, so... Um, he retired at one point and now he's trying to come back, but I suggest another retirement's probably not far off.
0: Mm. Hey, um, on that same card, did you see the co-main event? No, I missed that one. Can I just say, normally, all you want to see from heavyweights is a slugfest. Not two human bears cuddling for three rounds, which is pretty much what it was in the end.
1: And you get that sometimes because the way the the UFC pay structure is, your pay is determined on a win. So generally you get your money to show and then it's doubled if you win. Mm. So um, that's why you see a lot of those fights where guys just ground out decisions Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, because they're not going to risk getting
0: knocked out and lose half their pay. Mm. Well, to me, um, watching paint grow was a better uh, grow dry um, would have been a better spectacle than that heavyweight fight. It was a but joke. But
1: I've seen a couple of De Castro fights, and yeah, he um, he hasn't um, exactly been a crowd pleaser.
0: No, no. If I if I wanted to watch something as boring as that, I'd watch a DC fight.
1: Well, you could. That's another option. Um, we'll move on and have a quick chat about UFC two fifty three. Yep. <clears throat> um, so. Adesanya defeated Costa in the second round. Costa really didn't show up for that at all. Um, probably got what he deserved, given, given that he offered nothing once he stepped into the ring. But as you mentioned in your opening, Adesanya is just a fool. And that's probably all we need to say about
0: him. Um, Adesanya is a disgrace to um, the country he represents, to the country he was born in, and to mixed martial arts. Bottom line, and I'm I not st- going to disagree. I stand by that, um, and he is ducking Whitaker.
1: Well, I know not a good him segue out. into he's, that actually, because yep. um, Whitaker he's got his fight up with Cannoneer coming up at the end of the month. So mm. um, Dana White's already said that if Cannoneer wins, he gets the next shot at Izzy. But no sign
0: sure of he- uh, Whitaker having a shot if he wins.
1: Well you've probably seen a few interviews with Dana and press conferences and nothing the mentioned. same with Izzy and they, they both keep talking up cannon ear and they want to avoid the subject whenever Whittaker's name's mentioned. So um, I think, I think that's with a bit of trepidation from Izzy though, because I, I believe that Whittaker's got the best skill set of all middleweights to beat Izzy. And he's just got to have a different game plan than the one he took in last time. And I reckon, Izzy, like we all know, he's arrogant and cocky, but I think he's got some concerns about a rematch as well, and, and that's and, and just, why he doesn't
0: like to talk about it. Just why we've revisited um, Izzy, just for our listeners out there. If you despise him like myself and Aaron do, as far as his attitude, I'm pretty sure if you look up YouTube back in his kickboxing days, there's a lovely fight when he started his antics and then got the knock, knocked the hell out of. Um, so if you want to see Izzy looking at the stars oh, Alex Pereira that, There you go Well worth a look if you don't like Izzy
1: We might share it on our social media pages Just because it'll be amusing to us if nothing else
0: Well that's right And even Jeremy might appreciate it with his fighting But background. If you look
1: at that same card Yeah that's right um, On that same card there's Whittaker and though, Tim we've got Khabib mm-hmm. versus Justin Gaethje for the lightweight title What do you think of that?
0: Um, that's going to be a dry R-O-O-T-fest and it will be won by Kabib. That's my
1: opinion. What about yourself? I'm not counting out Gaethje. Yeah, I'm not counting out Gaethje. If you look at the way that he picked apart um, Tony Ferguson, um, I think he's got a stand. That game that can trouble most guys, and bit of a background in wrestling as well.
0: Well, look, I just think um, so. Kibib's he'll be able to give level. Kibib
1: some trouble. Kibib will deservedly go in favourite.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, he'll deserve deserved favourite, but do not count Kibib out. Um,
0: you mean he's,
1: um, Gaethje? He's a quality fighter. Mm. Um, and just quickly, we've got a new light heavyweight champion. Ah, sorry, Gage. Yeah, We've got a new light heavyweight champion, Jan Blakowicz, knocked out Dominic Reyes, which surprised me. I didn't give um, Jan a chance, but he's knocked Reyes out in the second round and um, got himself a
0: shiny new belt. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. Um, just before we move on, uh, just back on Weka, I think you said in that fight that he did lose to Adasanya that you felt that... Um, he, he, got, he might have stunned Alassane or something There's like this. There's got to be some reason why he doesn't want to fight him again, even though he knocked him out. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. Whittaker landed some quality exchanges in himself. And he even said in the post-fight press conference, because um, someone asked him about if he's disappointed with his performance, whatever he goes, you put two world-class strikers in a ring, someone's getting knocked out. And he goes, unfortunately, tonight it was me. But he had some good exchanges himself. Is he's a counter-striker? And Whittaker kept rushing in. Um, and that was probably what let him down. But he just needs to probably use his wrestling and other skills a bit more and probably be a bit more patient.
0: I actually suspect the reason why Izzy started talking up his ground um, or wrestling the other day in in an interview or something like that, he was trying to say that he can wrestle. I think he's just trying to um, make more excuses not to fight Whitaker. because let's be honest, if Whitaker fights him again, I reckon that will be part of Rob's um, technique. um, techniques, the game use. Plan. yeah, game yep. plan, and that is to try and take easy to the ground.
1: Yep, I'd love to see a rematch, and I reckon it's going to pan out a lot differently <coughs> to the way the first one did.
0: Yeah, we we just ha- we would just have to hope Whitaker doesn't leave it to the judges. That's about it. All right. Well, I think that's covered our. Um, well, it was actually wasn't even brief. That was eight minutes of um, combat sports. Believe it or not. Jeez, it went quick. Uh, um, We're we're now up to one of our regular segments, um, which is our Mount Rushmore. And as social media would have seen, we are actually put it out there and told you what we're discussing for our um, Mount Rushmores, but we didn't get much interest. So please, next episode, when we put out our Mount Rushmore topic, give us some opinions. Anyway, who wants to start the ball rolling? We know last time Jeremy hogged the whole session.
2: Yeah, one of you boys can uh, Yeah, this is, a, this is a pay me out session So uh, one of you boys can uh, go first I'll go last if you like
0: Okay, do, do we want to go with myself Seeing I don't know anything about the game Apart from the Cowboys And then go Woody then you How's that sound? Sure Yep, you happy with that Woody? I think Woody's got some technical issues All right. Woody, are you happy with me to go first? Yep, go for it. Awesome. All right. So, my George Washington. So, what we're doing this time around is we're saying who we think our goat is, all right, which is our George Washington, instead of just listing four blokes, all right? My goat, or George Washington, won four Super Bowls, and I think he was a geriatric by the time he retired. Joe Montana. I think I don't think anyone's going to argue with that, at least being in the top four anyway. Second is Dan Marino, who didn't get the Super Bowl wins, but he did win. He did have nine Pro Bowls, balls, bowls, Pro Bowls, which I still think is good. Being a um, Dallas Cowboys fan and whatnot, that no one can look past the great Troy Aikman, three Super Bowls, and also as my colleagues here who follow the game a lot closer than myself say, one of the best analysts getting around. Correct. I'd agree with that. Absolutely. And number four, look, seriously, I've got no idea on the game. And to me, what this guy achieved in one game of gridiron or football or NFL, whatever you want to say, one game, it was him, a heap of prisoners versus the guards. And that is
2: Paul Crewe. Oh, he came up up big, didn't he? (laughs) He did. He got it. He, he delivered. He delivered. He was, yeah, he's your typical big game player, isn't he?
0: Adversity. Um, you Not know, the manager. yeah, had no driver's license, the lot, and he succeeded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he had no driver's license, but he was clutch, wasn't he?
0: He was. He uh, was the yeah, man. Yes. He was the man. Very, so, very, very sharp there, Woody. Moving forward, Woody, what do you got, mate?
1: Well, I'm going to go. My goat, my George Washington, Peyton Manning, five-time MVP, seven-time All-Pro, seventy-one thousand nine hundred forty passing yards, five hundred and thirty-nine touchdown passes, two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. Um, he's the best I've seen. Just he, he prob- he's a bit innovative in the way he played as well. Like he didn't. Didn't stick to the script. He'd change it up based on what he saw on the defensive lines um, and was usually one step ahead of of most others out there. Um, he, he's the best I've seen. Um, my number two is your number one, Tim. So I've got Montana at two. Um, as you said, he won four Super Bowls. MVP in two of them. Um, Dan Marino at three for me. The best quarterback to never win a ring. Um, And number four, I I tossed up a few um, But I ended up going with John Alway At number four A couple of Super Bowls for him Nine Pro Bowls Um, He was as good as as anyone A Broncos legend Um, And I couldn't quite squeeze in Tom Brady um, Because for me, championships don't mean everything um, and I think there's a few guys who are more talented than he was.
0: Oh, on, that championships, on that thing, championships don't I mean everything, what got Troy Aikman in my top four is the fact I remember watching the late show and he was throwing the ball through moving cars. Anyway,
2: not that it means anything. Over to you, Jez. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go from... I don't have to do it differently, mine. I'm going to go from four to one, so... Um, uh, in fourth, I've got Dan Marino uh, at, at his retirement he had, As his retirement He had 40 single season records As a quarterback um, Some of those were career attempts Career completions, career yards Career touchdown passes Which is about 420 um, In three, I've got Peyton Manning I don't
1: mean to cut you off there, Jez But Dan Marino in 1984 Probably one of the greatest seasons That's ever been played
0: as yeah. well and I think yeah, a yeah. year before, Brian Adams brought out the Reckless album. Anyway.
2: Yeah,
0: that was. <laughs> well put. There you go.
2: <laughs> well put. A <clears throat> bit of trivia. bit of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Someone's going to Google pa- it now
0: and say it wasn't. But anyway.
2: <laughs> I had Peyton Manning. Obviously, his two Super Bowl rings, his longevity. Um, his actual Denver Super Bowl, he wasn't really the main cog in the team. That that Super Bowl <laughs> was one on defence. And he was just... a. Uh, the game manager more, more, than a, more than more than more a more than a quarterback, um, Tom Brady. I can't. I'm sorry, I can't ignore the six rings. I know some of you like to, and I hate New England as much <coughs> as the next bloke, but I just can't. And uh, not only the six rings, I've seen him just get his teams out of impossible situations <coughs> to, to, time and time again, but most of the time with the referees' help. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, num- number one, smoking Joe. We got uh, Joe Joe Montana, four Super Bowls, four wins. Nothing, nothing more to say.
0: Well, all I can say to both of you guys is, how could you overlook Paul Crew? Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, got clearly me an oversight on, on our part. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, Honourable mentions: <laughs> Brett Favre, um, Brett Favre, Drew Brees, uh, Joe Namath. And, uh, yeah, I was going to say Troy Aikman, but he was in yours. So. Oh, yeah, you That's can still give him a mention. He played for the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, of course he did. you hey, not-
1: any thought to Terry Bradshaw? Uh,
2: yeah, I I don't know as much about Bradshaw's career.
1: No, but fair enough. He was yeah. it was close for me anyway.
2: Yeah, he was close to, close to getting in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, okay, we've got some questions, Woody? Yes, we do. We've only got a couple, of
0: not we? do. We've only got two. Um, now, the first one is um, from our good friend, Darren Rousel. Now, did I pronounce that right this time? You did. Yep, he'll be yeah. happy with that. Thanks, Darren, um, for, um, for appreciating Give me another chance yet again. Now, <clears throat> he's written, and, I, and look, I'll be honest, I was half asleep the other day when he put it on our uh, Facebook page, and I think I answered my opinion on it. Not that that's here nor there, but um, Darren's question is... now. I'll read exactly what he posted on our uh, wall. He wrote, disclaimer, I'm I'm a Queenslander. Can someone explain why the AFL needs to compensate the MCG for not having the grand final? The MCG wouldn't be able to hold the grand final anyway, so why do they get extra games and finals? Somebody is going to miss out on home games, to provide this. Now, just to make it clear, my response before these guys give you theirs on the Facebook page was basically it's related to the 50-year-odd contract they've got with the MCC and they're basically liable to make sure they remunerate the um, MCC for not being able to play it there irrespective of the current climate. Anyway, go for it, Woody.
1: Uh, Yeah, definitely contractually obligated. And there'll be clauses in there that they owe compensation for whatever reasons if they can't host it. That being said, though, it's not the AFL's fault or the MCC's fault. And I thought if there was anyone that should be seeking compensation, they should probably be getting it off the Victorian government. Because they're the ones that are stopping the game from being played there. That's all I'm going to say on that.
0: Oh, you like Dan, do
2: you? Anyway, Jez, your turn. Um, A bit of both both what you said. They're they're contractually obligated uh, to give give compensation, (laughs) uh, but but, uh, not any of those parties are particularly to blame.
0: Okay. Interesting. All right. um, Our next one is on the Twitter, and it's actually from a familiar um face it's my fellow biased Melbourne city supporter who's also our editor slash producer Joshua Watson and he has written which Premier League team had the best window question mark PS not United this time Timmy so <laughs> um Woody who
2: well, it wasn't um, United was it so
1: United yeah they might might not be in the mix there um Yeah, Chelsea did okay. Chelsea did okay, but I mean, they haven't put it together just yet. We're probably too early to say at the moment, but I'm going to say for immediate impact, you have to say Everton, purely based on James Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll we'll
2: look
1: at where they are on the table. Might be worth revisiting that question in... um, about 10 or 12 weeks. You reckon? I will, the picture will be a lot bigger there and we'll be able to get a bit more out of it. But yeah, I'd say Everton, um, the early front runners there.
0: Yeah. yeah no, fair enough. So look, that's all the um, questions we have um, for... Straight down the gut. So please, on, so we might as well plug the social media on this segment um, instead of at the end, just to try and get, get it going. So we, we now actually have a Instagram, which is MPO Podcast on Instagram. So have a look for it on Instagram. What are the other ones, Woody? We've got Twitter and we've got Facebook.
1: Yep. So Twitter it's at NPO podcast and we've actually managed to get ourselves up over 50 followers now. So that's good. And we're getting some good interactions on there. Um, and then yeah, just search for NPO sports podcast on Facebook.
0: Yeah, no. And so, yeah, seriously throw questions at us, get involved in the, uh, Mount Rushmore's, you name it. Tell us how crap we are. Tell us how good we are. You know, tell us, Jeremy would be great having a fight against Adesanya in the UFC. Whatever. Just get on there. All right. We're up to winging it, which means I hand over to Woody to go over our previous predictions. And then we've got to come up with another little brainwave for everyone um, this
2: week. So, Woody, do you want to just uh, start going over uh, the uh, other ones? Or Jed's going Liverpool, to? Uh, uh, Liverpool got Thiago too, so that wasn't too shabby.
1: Okay, yeah, but it's still too early to tell that one, really. Yeah, I think so. Jeremy, Paul Crew was it, a great yes.
0: quarterback. Who cares? All right, move on. That's all
1: right. Yeah, that's all right. Um, there's not <clears throat> nothing's really happened in the way of our predictions so far. We've been giving a lot of futures predictions, um, so some have played out, which we've mentioned in previous episodes. Um, the last one. I think Tim said that the Saints would lose to GWS and miss the finals. Uh,
2: Typical typical, um, optimistic Tim when it comes to the Saints.
1: I think he was just trying to avoid putting a curse on his own team there. So
2: a bit of reverse reverse
1: psychology may have worked. Put the
2: anchor on the Giants. A bit like what I'm doing this week, I
1: think. Well, now that you've mentioned it, what are you doing this week, Jeremy?
2: With regards to what?
1: With your a, your prediction.
2: Um, my what, prediction. What segment I'm are we gonna, doing, Jeremy? Uh, uh, <laughs> I know, I know what segment we're doing. We're gonna, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm going to go to State of Origin, which is straight after the NRL Grand Final. The week after, I'm, <coughs> I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict a, a, a Blues clean sweep. Three zip.
1: S W sweep. I wouldn't mind that because I am uh, a staunch follower of New South Wales in uh, Origin, so. Um, I'd, be, I'd be happy to see that. As would I.
2: And um, all, since, all, since all we're on the trivia this
1: train win. this week, since we're on the trivia train this week, um, you'll see most Melbourne Storm fans down here, they follow Queensland in the origin. Um, I'm one of the rare ones that will follow New South Wales. <coughs> right? Same. A bit of trivia is the first the first five Storm players to be selected for state of origin sides we're all for New South Wales. So I've followed Storm since day one, and that's
2: why I follow New South Wales. Yeah, yeah well, there you go, no brainer. They had the likes of Glenn Lazarus and they were playing origin. Uh,
1: Brett Kamali back Brett then Camale, as well. Yeah, then yeah, Matt King, yeah. a little bit later on.
2: Matt King, yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: And um, I'll, I'll flick over to my prediction now, try and keep you cool with this one, Tim. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will not see out the season as Manchester United manager.
2: Okay. Going, going out and a limb there, Woody.
0: I'm actually going to have two oh. predictions in mind. One's ridiculous. Are you doubling up? Yeah, I'm doubling up. One's ridiculous and one's connected to what um, Woody's saying. All right, now, fine, the, you, you can pick which one's ridiculous and you can... Whatever. But... Um, I'm saying Everton will beat Liverpool 2-0. And that's on Saturday the 17th at um, 10.30pm Australian time.
2: You may well be right.
1: That's in Goodison Park,
0: isn't it? Yep. uh, Yeah, it's Everton's home game, Goodison Park, yep. Yep. And my other one, which could be the non-ridiculous one or the ridiculous one, is at some stage, because they've already got security guards around the guy's house, Woodward's going to get shot by a Manchester United fan. <laughs> he is going to get shot. He will be the next big assassination. He'll be up there with John Lennon. He, someone will Don't roll it out. Him. No, someone will shoot him. And I tell you <laughs> what, if I could get out of this country, it could be me. Anyway, that's enough for that segment. We're up to our final segment for the um, episode, and it's our usual one. It's only money. Where each of us dingalings come up with a leg for a multi. Now, I already shared mine on our um, group chats, and mine's actually my leg is actually not this Saturday coming. I think it's actually two Saturdays away. Yeah, it'd be three, three,
1: three weekends from now.
0: Yes, I think. Yes. So your multi, if you follow us, will last a couple of weeks. So you'll be able to be excited for a few weeks if you get the first two legs in. So, Woody, um, what's your leg? So, hey, can, more, can
2: can to explain to the listeners what the what
1: the bet is? Y- y- <laughs> you mentioned it when it's going to be. We didn't mention what it
0: was. It's a multi. Yeah, yeah your uh, leg. Your uh, leg. What, what, what no, 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 it? no, no. I'm just talking it up. I'm going for you guys first. Mine will be last. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay, all right, okay. No, all right,
2: Yeah, right. that's fine. All right, uh, you go, Woody.
1: So mm-hmm. mine's actually going to be on the same weekend as yours, Tim. But I'm picking Whitaker to beat
0: Cannonier. You did say that, and that was paying two bucks, wasn't it? That's
1: two dollars even right now. Yep. Yep.
2: Jeremy, I'm very good. So that's the first yeah, uh, week. I'm going to I'm going to Monday I'm going to Monday morning to the NFL. Um, uh, one of them is kind of going out in a limb, but not, not really But You better uh, hope we get this podcast out by Monday morning well, you, well, you, we'll, be right. was, we'll be right Your prediction was for Saturday, so we'll see how we go um, No, no, three Saturdays away, mate I'm giving the listeners a chance uh, No, not 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 Everton and Liverpool, that's this Oh yeah, it is too, isn't it? No, uh, there's no, there's, no, there's no, no football on this weekend, is it? That's right No um, Yeah, uh, hopefully we get this out by Monday uh, if we do, I've got uh, I've got the Miami Dolphins to beat San Francisco because mm-hmm. we don't have a, because we don't have a quarterback and they could quite easily beat us. Um, Se- Seattle Seahawks to beat the Minnesota Vikings at a dollar thirty, and and I can't believe the Carolina Panthers are two dollars and eight to beat the Atlanta Falcons. I'd, I just shake my head at that. So that's a, that's an obvious one in that multi and that multi's paying $11.75. So
0: I thought Jeremy, I thought those three legs. Yeah. No offense, Jeremy, but I think you've gone off on a tangent, then, because I think the idea of the uh, multi is we all pick a leg each, you put it together and that's the multi. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Yeah. That's all right. I'm happy with that, though. That's actually yeah. a quality multi, though. All right, all right. He's so gone well, off script, but I like all it. Right, all
0: right, Mister Off Script, you pick his and add mine and Woody's on the back of it. All right, done.
2: Oh, well, you can you can always put my legs in as well. We'll get a. That's graduation. what we're saying.
0: That's what we're saying. So anyway, so that's all yours, was it? Yep. Can you just repeat them again? Because you had a fair. Bit okay.
2: On. The uh, the Miami Dolphins to beat San Francisco, Seattle to beat Minnesota, and Carolina to beat Atlanta.
0: That was a much better way of presenting it because you were talking over bits and pieces that would have confused people. Yeah, I
2: was talking rubbish.
0: Yeah. That's right. All right. So I'm going to the 25th of
2: October
0: and I'm looking at a game where Manchester United host Chelsea in the Premier League. And I'm taking Chelsea at $2.62 because that's an absolute Monty. You can put that money in the bank. Absolutely put likely. the money... And I don't believe they've got Manchester United $2.50 and um, Chelsea at $2.62. Jump on it before the odds come in. Seriously, because I reckon Chelsea could go as low as $1.50 by the time it gets closer. That's
2: pretty
1: good. Yeah, I've just, brought up all, I've just brought up all five legs there and put them in a multi. So Jeremy's three, my mine and yours together, Tim. Mm-hmm. $61.63 for a five leg.
0: And are we going to put our $15 on that? Let's Five do it. Five bucks each? Yeah, let's do it. I think so. We'll, we'll, um, once, yep. we, once we um, finish this uh, tail end of our uh, podcast, we will talk finances and get that happening, I think. Anyway, um, we're at that stage where it's time to say hooroo. And it might be in our listeners' benefit to maybe stay on after the uh, outro music. You never know what might come up. Anyway, it's that usual time where we say thank you to Josh, Josh Watson for his lovely editing skills and production uh, work he does for us. And also the music that he utilises, which is from Zaggy 2, which is our, our outro and intro music. Uh, it's a hoot for me, and I hope to hell. Chelsea, get up for everyone out there if they follow our multi. <laughs> what about you, Woody? guys.
1: No, thanks for tuning in, guys. No worries. See
0: you next time. No worries. And, um, yeah, you never know what you might find at the end of this podcast. See you, everyone. Well, welcome to our little hidden agenda that we've put on the end of episode eight. And what it is... Our two NFL experts, which obviously is not me, which is Aaron and Jeremy, I'm going to throw them a game. They are going to negotiate or sort of prices right, yes. price yes. right at the line. So I'll just on my bit of paper put a J for Jeremy so we can keep a running track and a A for Aaron and I will put a mark each time they get one right. All right, the first game. Tampa Bay versus Chicago at
2: Chicago. At Chicago at Tampa. I think uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tampa three and a half.
1: I was gonna go Tampa eight and a half. So we're a fair way off there. Uh,
2: I
0: don't know. I don't know. The, the information the, I have to answer your question is minus three and a half.
1: Well. Wow. There you go. so I got to, I got, to, I,
0: got to, I got to bang on. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Very sorry, good. Right, cool. So what you're saying is the figures you're saying is usually a minus figure just for the listeners, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, yeah cool. exactly. Yeah. All
0: right, yeah. cool. Just so they know. Um all right, so we've got Atlanta, Atlanta and Carolina.
2: <clears throat> Atlanta and Carolina. Now, yeah, um I <sighs> we're doing the multi before. I had I don't know why Carolina were underdogs. Um Actually looked okay last week, and the Falcons they didn't. So I'm going to say I'm going to say Carolina Carolina at two.
1: Yeah, I'll go Atlanta two and a half.
0: That is minus two, and they've obviously named Atlanta as the favourites.
2: So Atlanta, get that okay.
0: So that means Woody gets one even though he was over because you were nowhere near it because you went the other team.
2: I'm still not sure why. Well,
0: you know, I'm reading from obviously people that know better than you. We'll go with that. At Kansas City, we've got Kansas
2: City and Las Vegas. Um, Kansas City, they usually put up a lot of points. I'm going to go pretty high on this one. I'm going to go Kansas City at nine and a half. I'm going to go five and a half because I actually rate the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders aren't too bad. Uh, I, th- I just think uh, Chiefs will put up points against them at home.
0: No yeah, offense, I'm, I'm Woody. Rate them at your peril. It is minus
2: thirteen.
1: Wow!
2: Wow! Massive. See, I thought it'd be big. I didn't think that big, but I thought mm-hmm. I thought it'd be big. <clears throat> yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, we we'll take that. New Eng- England versus Denver at New England.
2: Um Cam's not playing, is he? Uh, so That's I'm true. gonna all right, I'm gonna put uh New England four and a half. Just cause the uh, unknown came.
1: New England
0: seven and a half. Oh these guys have got no idea. Anyway, Woody wins because it was minus ten and a half.
2: Ten and a half, really. That Cam must be playing there. No, he's You're not. not
0: but Drew
1: Lock's
2: still out. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, Driscoll's playing, isn't he? All oh, right, and he's that's right. and he's 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 really bad. Next yeah. game,
0: <laughs> next game, we've got the very informed Rams versus Washington, the Washington Football Club, mm-hmm.
2: at Washington Football Club, at Washington. I'm um, Rams
1: 11.5 for me. Uh...
0: Um use are both overs, uh, but Jeremy's the closest Because it was minus seven.
2: How we going so far, Tim?
0: That's three two Jeremy. All right. Okay. Next game. We got Houston. Now they're called the it's the Houston Oilers, isn't it?
2: Yeah? Uh Texans. Houston, <laughs> Texans.
0: <laughs> oh, there you the go. Oilers.
2: I think they're the Oilers. Th- actually, I think they're back to the Oilers again. They're not the Texans anymore.
0: Uh, I wouldn't close. Well, I followed they're... Dallas for Christ's sake, guys. Seriously, I don't follow the that. <laughs> I, 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 I had a, I just
2: plucked it out again. I, yeah, are... but the, the, the start to the season they've had and the fact that they just sacked their coach and GM, uh, they're back to the Oilers again. Oh,
1: God. Were they, they may as well, be.
2: Were, they, who, who were, the, were they the Oilers years ago? Uh, they moved to Tennessee became the Tennessee Oilers for a while and then became the Tennessee Titans. Oh,
0: there you go. Thank you. All right. So, anyway, the team... They not been the Oilers since
1: 96.
2: Well, it shows you how long since I've followed anything other than the Cowboys. <laughs> it? Anyway. Okay. Next week on NPO, we're going to go to our time machine and get back into 1995.
0: <laughs> it would be like Bill and Ted's adventures. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we've got Houston, and I'll call them the Oilers, um versus
2: Jacksonville, and it's at Houston. It's at the Oilers. Uh, yeah, you're still gonna give the you're still gonna give the the Texans this one, although I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville got up. But and I think it'd be close. So I'm gonna put the Texans two and a half.
1: Yeah, I was going two and a half, but I'll say three and a half
0: now. Well, guess what? You're both wrong for a starter. Um, Are we you're both under. You're both under. And Woody's closer. It was minus six.
2: No, well, you really don't. Really don't rate Jacksonville to that.
0: Mm. Well, I do know the next team is the Buffalo Bills, and they're playing Tennessee at Tennessee.
2: Tight one. Um, I'm going to give the Bills. <laughs> I'm going to give the Bills three on this one. I think the Bills are favourite. Obviously. Um, the Titans have got a few issues with COVID as well. So that'll give it to the Bills. Bills, I'm going to give the Bills three.
1: I'm going to give the Bills six
0: and a half. Guess what? Woody's taking the lead. It's
2: minus eight. Well, it's eight, is it? Is, that, is it? That COVID thing must really get them. <coughs> because both, both sides are undefeated.
0: All right, the next game. We have Arizona
2: playing the New York Jets at New York. New York. It's uh, you'd nearly almost give it double figures as well, but I won't. Um, nine and a half for Arizona, who uh, haven't been that great the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm
0: going to go the double figures, ten and a half. So what do you say, Jez? Nine and a half. And you said ten and a half. Yeah. Oh, seriously, Is are both over. And if it was the prices, right, I have to say, can we bid again? Um, <laughs> it's actually. I It's actually minus seven, so it goes to Jez. Because he was closest.
2: No, oh, good. So we tied yeah. up again, are we?
0: Yeah, it's for all. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. We got Pittsburgh and Philadelphia
2: at Pis- Pittsburgh. <clears throat> well, P- Pittsburgh are undefeated. Um, and that well, their defense is actually really good, isn't it? Um. And you couldn't bet on Philadelphia for anything at the moment, even though they just—they <laughs> were, they were literally—they were, they were, they were a hail mary away from losing that game <laughs> um, I'm going to put their Steelers uh, seven and a half.
1: No, I reckon you've overstated it. I'm going to go five and a
0: half. Right now, due to the fact we're working We've on the new the middle, haven't we? We. No, 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 no. Remember our ruling from last time we did this sort of just mucking around off camera or off recording. We decided it is the price is right rules, right? So you've got to be under to win. Or if you're both over, it's the closest obviously to it, right? Jeremy is actually the closest, but he's over, right? Woody is under and it is actually seven. You were seven and a half, Jez. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: You're over. You said five and a half, Woody. So it goes to Woody. It's pretty
2: damn
0: close, isn't it? You you were probably, as I said, you're closer, but we're going by the prices right rules.
2: All right. All right. All right. Ooh, okay, I can live with that.
0: Yep. All right. And, and for future times we do this, listeners, we go by the new prices right rules. All right. So that brings us to Baltimore and Cincinnati at Baltimore. Is that the cult, yeah. is it,
1: Tim? Baltimore cult, is it? <laughs>
0: Oh, even I know. <laughs> I've watched the
2: bloody ranch. I know who the Colts are. They <laughs> have a marching band. <laughs> uh. All right. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to give. I'm going to give the Ravens thirteen here. Hmm. Anyway. So Cincinnati. Being, Cincinnati been frisky though. Baltimore and Cincinnati.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm only going to go eight and a half.
0: Eight and a half, you reckon?
1: Yep.
0: And what would you say again, Jeremy? 13. Do you get a bonus point if you get it you know, straight on? Do, should we be given yep. two points for that? Yeah, I'm happy with that. All right, Jeremy, you get two points.
2: Oh, oh, sweet. All
0: right. So if you get it straight on, we'll give you a two instead of a dash.
2: That was bang on bang a 13, was it? Yep. I, hit, I hit it on the head.
0: Minus 13, yeah. hit it on the head. Um, we've got, at San Francisco, they are hosting the Dolphins. I see. Dolphins.
2: Uh, it's obviously... <laughs> I don't think it's going to be the Nick Mullins show because he got benched in the last quarter and Bethard come on. <laughs> um, I, think, I think they're going to continue with Bethard, so he, who is an equally mediocre quarterback? <laughs> so, um, I'm going to give San Francisco five and a half.
1: What do you think? San Francisco will be favourite, so I'm going to go with them at three. Um, but I reckon the Dolphins will probably get
2: up. Oh well, they've got better quarterbacks, I think. That's not saying much. All right, so let's just
0: recap. What did you say, Jez? Five and a half. And you said Woody? Three. Another one to Jez. It's actually eight. Eight. Now, just to to recap the score.
2: Is Jimmy G coming back?
0: (laughs) All right. Now, first of all, let's just recap the score before we move further in. We've got Woody on four. This is almost like the Sunday footy show when poor Billy's minus something, I'll tell you. And <laughs> now, now let me count Jeremy's. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, because of the double point. You better oh, pull your finger out,
2: Woody.
1: I'm only two guesses away. That's fine. Yeah,
2: they right. yeah, has, right. has, has to get it bang on a couple of times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that's the
0: wonderful thing of this little game we're playing. All right, yes. San Fran- oh, Francisco Cisco we just done. All right, so we're at we're up to the Dallas game. It's Dallas
2: versus the New York Giants, and it is at Dallas. I can't believe I gotta give Dallas points <clears throat> here. But they're playing the Giants, so it's what, gonna be big. What do, you, what do you reckon the score what do you reckon the score will be? Will it be forty seven to thirty nine? Because you know Dallas doesn't play any defense.
1: Yeah, but you do know the Giants suck.
2: Yeah, they got Daniel Jones. In Daniel Jones That's is not right. going to throw he's not gonna throw for 39 points, is he? The, All right. The cow- um, I'm going to give the Cowboys 11.
1: I'm going to give them 14. Hmm. Are
2: we both
0: over? Uh, have another guess. Seriously, is it that far over? Have another guess, please. <laughs> right,
2: five, five and a half, Dallas. All right. Uh, seven and a half.
0: Jeremy gets it at seven and a half. It was nine and a half. Well,
2: we're that far over then. I said 11.
1: Mm. Lucky we're not bookies.
2: Yeah, I know. i <laughs> <laughs> <That'd be> shocked. <laughs> We'd be in a bit of travel. Uh,
0: all right. Um, um, we've got Indianapolis versus Cleveland at Cleveland
2: mm and this is sneaky 50/50 this game. Colt's defense has been really good the last couple of weeks and do we is, do we know if Nick Chubbs playing did he hurt himself bad or <clears throat> nah, he's out he's out he's out. he's out is he yeah. Heard, yeah. Yeah. um I give Cleveland four and a half.
1: I'm only going to give Cleveland one and a half.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. You do realize Indianapolis are the favourites. Oh, no, so Woody's right
1: there. <laughs> so, so I'm closest.
0: Uh, it's minus one and a half. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, okay. You said minus one and a half.
0: <laughs> we'll okay, give,
2: we'll roll with that. <laughs> give it a Woody. No, i
0: give it to Woody. Give it to Woody. He needs it. He needs it. Maybe they might get over the line if they give Paul Crew a call up. Anyway, maybe.
1: He's probably we'll, available.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he's done his time. Um, we've got Seattle versus Minnesota
2: at Seattle oh good lord um Seattle eight and a half I give Seattle ten and a half
0: I'm gonna make you have another go He's under use the both over
1: Seattle
2: six and a half then all right uh, yeah Seattle, five
0: and a half. Woody gets it. It was actually seven.
2: All right. Very nice. You're you're, you're helping helping
0: Woody come back. We've got one game left. One, two, three, four, five, six to Woody. One, two, three, four, five, seven, nine to Jeremy. I will make this last one worth four, so it can still be stolen. All right? So I'm going to lose ba- by seven now.
2: If, if it's bang on. If you win, if you get it right, if you're
0: bang on. Yes, yeah, if it's bang on. If you're bang on, Woody, you steal it. All right? Not much danger of that. Well, all right. So anyway.
2: i the Saints and Chargers.
0: Uh, excuse me.
2: Sorry. It's, my, it's
0: Sorry. my job, right? All right. All right. All right. So we've got New Orleans and the Chargers at New Orleans.
2: Um, everyone's going to get excited about Breeze and Michael Thomas getting back together again, aren't they? And, well, Chargers just gave up a whole bunch of points to Tom Brady. So I can see that happening again. I'm going to say um, Saints nine and a half.
1: I reckon you're well over. I'm only going to give them four and a half.
2: Woody,
0: you got the points, but you only got the point. You didn't get the four. It was seven and a half. Seven and a half.
2: They're giving, they're giving a bit of respect to the charges,
0: aren't they? We may herbert
2: seven.
0: He, He's going all right, Justin Herbert. Um, he's,
1: not, he's not bad. Lucky we're not bookies, but if we were, <coughs> we'd probably be everyone's favourite
0: bookies.
2: Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would, would be think, to think be. we would have it lost our houses. Broke.
0: You would have lost we'd your be. houses.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'd be broke.
0: Uh, matter of fact, you probably couldn't walk the streets Without a bulletproof vest Because I dare say so you'd have to look at a loan shark Or something um, Anyway in, in all honesty, if I hadn't have made it double points it On the money Jeremy would have only beat you by one Because it was 7-9 <coughs> So there you go So th- that's our experts on NFL guys um, Seriously listeners out there If you're punting on the football Punting on anything we please say be careful. Don't be silly. You know, betting isn't great. See
2: so so how we go. If we do this again, we'll try and be more accurate.
0: Yes, but, yeah, don't. Please, we don't condone betting. Just just a bit of fun and um, good luck. Anyway, that was our little sneaky tidbit at the end. Catch us all later. See you, guys. Bye. Cheers later.